know the vibes. A special edition. Hoop Genius Podcast coming to you live on a Friday. You know the vibes. Listen, we're going... Special edition. Special, special edition. Special. Ex- extra extended edition. So if you can't listen to the whole thing now, you got the rest of the weekend to finish it up. Because we thought there's too much to talk about. We can't just go for a half hour today. We got to bring you the special extended edition. Because we're going to be breaking down live and direct the all-star reserves. Who made it? Who got snubbed? Who needs to be there? And then we're going to be answering your questions. Before we get to the All-Star Reserves, BJ, you were taking the questions from the fans, and I just have to give a special shout-out to one of the fans. I have oh. I have to give a very special shout-out to a Missy B from Chicago, Illinois, who I tweeted in. Missy Elliott. I was about to oh, say, no. I was, oh, no. Missy Elliott. It's, know, it's I was all about to break Missy out. Hey, hey, I was about to break out. I was about to break out. Hey, man, Missy listen, Elliott. listen, Missy Elliott's a legend. I'm waiting for Mary J. Blige at the Super Bowl on the weekend, too. But listen. <laughs> Auntie Mary, that's what we call hey. her. Auntie Mary. <laughs> oh, we, we call her Auntie Monet, if, if you guys oh, watch power, you call understand. But, but oh, Missy okay. B has tweeted in, and she says... New listener. She's a new listener to the show. Missy, welcome. Welcome to all the new listeners. But she welcome. says, just appreciating on how BJ Armstrong is aging like the finest of wines. Oh. Met him when I was 11 years old at the height of the Bulls dynasty. My crush from childhood is expanding to adulthood with a heart eyes emoji. And then she says, yeah. you know the vibes. So shout out to Missy B. And shout, shout to, out to Missy. Shout out to BJ Armstrong. Swerving the hands of time with that hairline still being strong. I need to take some tips. Oh, but... man. Come on, man. Now you make me feel bad. Now you make me feel bad. Hey, man. Listen, he's the kid, even... BJ Armstrong, looking young as ever. But we're going to dive straight into the All-Star Reserves. Now, we broke down the All-Star teams for you last week. If you missed that episode, I don't know what you've been right. doing. You need to be rocking with us every day of the week. We're here live and direct. But the Reserves for the Eastern Conference, I'll go through them real quick. Then we'll react. Okay. James Harden, Jason Tatum, Zach Levine, Fred Van Vliet, Jimmy Butler, Chris Middleton, and Darius Garland. Over in the West, Luka Doncic, Chris Paul, Devin Booker, Donovan Mitchell, Draymond Green, Kawanti Towns, and Rudy Gobert. Now, BJ, out of all the names I just mm. read off, which name were you hoping to hear that you did not hear? Well, I'm going to say this. You know, congratulations to all. Big up. Well deserved. Okay, big up. You know what I mean? Congratulations to all. I'm a little surprised with one name in particular in the Eastern Conference, just because of the time that's been missed this year, which has been Jimmy Butler. Oh, I thought you were going to say Chris Middleton. I'm I'm a... Chris Middleton... I think that championship ring gave him a little bonus into that. Okay, that's what I'm saying. Placement. I'm really surprised. I'm really surprised with Jimmy Butler. I don't know. As I'm talking here, you can tell me how many games he's missed. He's missed a a substantial amount of time. Now, Jimmy Butler is without question an all-star player, but I'm really surprised that he was named an all-star, considering how much time he has missed this year. Already, He's played thirty-three right? I, games. Yeah, I, I'm. I, I'm a little. I'm a little surprised with that one. That was a little surprise. Middleton. All right. I mean, you know, I you know, All Star. Yeah, you know, 
Yeah, I, I'm like, gonna yeah. say it. B, BJ's too nice to say it. There's no damn no, way I want to watch an all star game with Chris Middleton instead of Lamelo Ball. Give me the Lamelo Ball highlights every day of the I'm, week I'm really... over Chris Middleton. Well, I don't well, think it's... the Bucks have been as good as they were before. He's missed a lot of time. He ain't and as exciting as Lamelo Ball. Give me Lamelo Ball all day. I'll say it with my chest right now. Well, I, I, I we can say that, but but mm-hmm. I don't think that's the case. And we okay. can have another discussion, but we got a lot to get to today. I was I was su- surprised with the Jimmy Butler. I really was just because of the time that's missed. But I'm I'm really happy since they are in first place that they have at least one all star there. Yeah, you know, Bam's missed a lot of time. You know, Tyler Hero has been great, but he's what? coming off the bench. Yeah, I was gonna say there's some debate about Hero versus Butler, who should be representing. And the Miami I, Heat. I'm just saying, I'm just no doubt. I want to say this: no doubt, Jimmy Butler is an elite player. But he's missed a substantial amount of time this year. Yeah. But I think okay, when he has played, he's been great, though. Well, and that's what it he comes always to. is great. That's what I'm saying. He's always great when he's played. But okay, great. So be it. I was a little shocked. But I want to pivot real quickly. My man, Fred, bet on yourself. Van love. That's love. Okay. I'm I I I I mean, I'm happy for everyone on this list because it's such an honor. Um, for these guys to be named all-stars and, and be elite in, in what they do. But I'm really happy for Fred. I mean, Fred is, you know, he's like the, I feel like he's representing the every the everyday guy. You know, he's like, yeah. when you say everyday people, we all can relate to Fred, right? We can all, so congratulations to him and his family, to the Raptors, we the North champion. And that's a terrific, terrific honor for him. Zach Levine, hey. He, he's been great. Your guy, Jason Tatum, he could score with the best. James Harden. That's another question. That's another questionable one, though. This is the guy I, that, I, are you an all-star if you score four points and a loss against the Sacramento Kings? Every, every, name me a player that's on this list right here that hasn't been there. Everybody scored four points at some point. Against the Sacramento Kings, though. Sorry, Jack. Uh, I, against the Sacramento okay. Kings, though. Maybe against anyone else. You know, I think you can say that because we can say that now. But it's just funny to when say. You're in the NBA, exactly. I'm not <laughs> Let me get these jokes off, PJ. Let me get these jokes off. Yeah, exactly. We got to talk about. I got a sense of humor. We got to talk about a big you know, name though. The big name, the big man, the big throw, Jarrett Allen. He 100, undoubtedly, undismissively, should have been on that list. Look, everyone can't be on the list. I love the big fella. I love the big fella. You know, I, 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 I love the fro, but you know what? Darius Garland representing should be on the list this year. He is Darius Garland. Well done. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Like you can't put everybody on the list. Okay. Darius Garland is on the list and congratulations to him. First time all-star. So I, I don't have a problem with this list. Okay. Should I tell you one interesting part for me? Um, okay, go ahead. Super happy that Jason Tatum's on the list. He's actually going to be replacing Kevin Durant in the starting lineup because Kevin okay. Durant's out with injury. If he can't play in that game, Tatum is next right. up in the votes. But it really surprises me that Tatum made it in ahead of Brown, given that Tatum had the worst shooting and scoring stretch of his entire career for the majority of this season. And Jalen Brown has had some fantastic games. Now, I know, you know, Tatum is the signature athlete and... He's got the the Duke behind him and everything like that. But it was it was very surprising to me. If you're looking from a pure basketball standpoint, there is a case to be made that Jalen Brown could be in that team as well. 
DeMontis Sabonis. He, he may very well be on the team when it's all said and done. Yeah, yeah. DeMontis well Sabonis was hoping to get in, but the Pacers record is too terrible for him to make it. Right. I would have rather have had Drew Holiday than Chris Middleton from what, watching the Bucks this year. I would have rather have had Drew Holiday. And um, you, you know what? Chris Middleton was fantastic in the playoff run last year. Yep. Not he, Chris Middleton was yep. fantastic. Yep. His body of work. I don't have a problem with. So are we voting from last All Star? I'm voting for your. I'm voting for. I'm voting for your body of work of what you've done. Okay, but from this season though. This season, the Milwaukee. I'm still picking the Milwaukee Bucks this season. Okay. To come out of the Eastern Conference, I haven't wavered. Now, and I started. You know, before we go to the West, one more name that I would have loved to have seen there. Who's had a huge improvement in the category for most improved this season? Miles Bridges. That would have been fun. But over okay. in the West. Wait, wait a minute. Now say his say what he did last night against your Milwaukee Bucks. My my my, my I mean, Milwaukee against Bucks. Your, against your Boston Celtics. I'm sorry. Come, come on, man. We can't, we can't be getting a green. No, no, jerseys. no, no. Come on. We can't, you be, can't be saying one guy. You can't confused. be saying James Harden. Okay. James Harden had four points. What did Miles Bridges do last night? Because you threw that out there. Yep. He had he had six. He okay. had six uh, on left everybody and less minutes. And bear in mind, he was going up against the best franchise in the history of sports. Okay. The Sacramento is this team. what I'm saying? Let's, let's so. talk about the West. Let's talk about the West. <laughs> and moving right along. I mean, I, right I, along. We, we're not talking about performances against the Boston Celtics. <laughs> we're having to change the day, we're going to keep it moving. We're going to talk about the Western Conference, PJ. <laughs> you are one funny guy. Hey, man, you got jokes today. You hey, got man, jokes today. You know the vibes. But anyway, okay. the big name <laughs> that everyone was talking about was, first of all, they had Draymond Green on the broadcast on TNT. Fantastic. I love when they bring Draymond on the broadcast. And right. what he said was, I'm just happy that Rudy Gobert made it because this time he won't be crying on national TV. You remember that when he missed the All-Star game right, and he broke right, down his right. tears? I just thought it was interesting that Draymond brought that up on TV because now I can't wait for the next Warriors versus Jazz game because I know things are going to get heated when Draymond's back from his injury, although it looks right. like he's going to have to surgery on his back. But the big name that everyone was talking about when these reserves were announced and they were saying has been snubbed is DeJounte Murray. He's averaging 19.6 points a game. 8.5 rebounds per game, which is second amongst guards, 9.1 assists, which is fourth in the NBA, and he has 10 triple doubles so far this season, which is a San Antonio Spurs record. Jonte Murray and Luka Doncic are the only players in the league averaging 18, 8, and 8 this season. They're saying he's snubbed. Obviously, the San Antonio Spurs record okay. isn't that I'm, good, I'm, but I thought the Spurs record would be a little bit worse than it actually is. You know that that two. Look, two I can't. I, look, I can't argue with that. Playing? You know, I can't argue with anybody. Congratulations to the West. Yeah. Okay. Oh, congratulations to the West. Now, like I said in the East, I was surprised with one name, right, Jimmy Butler. I was just surprised just because of time miss. When healthy, Donovan Mitchell is an All Star, but he's missed a substantial amount of time we due have- to protocol. Should we have a quota for games played then to make the all stuff? Well, I don't think it's well. It's it's like I think. What are we voting for then? Because because Paul George should be an all star because he was fantastic until he got injured. But he's just not played enough games. He's just not. I'm not saying I don't know, but when I see players who are missing games, and Donovan, if I remember correctly, he's missing games now because of 
Yeah, he, he cleared concussion, concussion protocols concussion. today. Okay. He's going to be back. That's what I said. I would listen. Donovan Mitchell and Jimmy Butler, they're elite at what they do. I was just surprised on the first go around because of the, that, the time that's been missed that they were named. You can't argue their body of work. I think body of work means something. Yeah. It always has, and it should. It should. So in saying that one, okay, I don't have a problem with, with any of these guys. Congratulations to both of the sons. Congratulations to, you know, Donovan Mitchell, Carl Anthony Towns. He's the first time all-star. Is, it, is this first time all-star for him? Carl's been an all-star Carl before. Anthony- He's been all star. Okay, yeah. Carl, remember, remember he he was there the year when they were laughing at Fergie singing the national anthem. Do you do you remember that? Oh yeah. Okay, so I'm gonna tell you this. I'm gonna tell you this. One thing that's interesting to me, Draymond Green got a lot of love for being the all star team this year because he's been the best defender on the best defense in the NBA, and rightly okay. so, he should be in. I want to know why right. Mikael Bridges doesn't get that same amount of love because he's the best defender on the Phoenix Suns. He defends okay. every position. No, no, no. you got to let me land with this. He defends every position. And, you know, when you talk about the record of the team, they're, what, 40 and 9? They've got an insanely good record. Remember the year where they had four Atlanta Hawks players in the All-Star team because of how good their record was? And their record wasn't even as good as this. So my question is, Draymond's not going to play in the game because he's injured. LeBron might not play in the game. So let's say those two are off the table. That opens up two spots to be replaced. Which two guys do you want to come in to replace those two? And they can't be guards because they're front court players. Which two forwards or bigs in the West would you like to see replacing Draymond and LeBron? There's a few names. There's Bridges. There's Jaron Jackson Jr. There's Anthony Edwards. Who would you like to see come in if you can give me two names? I think I think Bridges, Miles Bridges should be up there. Jalen Brown, I think, should be up there. Oh, from the East. Yeah, yeah. I think these guys should yeah. be up there. I'm just saying. I I, th- I think the kid uh, Ant Man should be up there. Facts. Okay, I think he should be up there. If you're just saying performance, you know, I'm just looking at the performance of who's performed. Mm. Again, Miles Bridges and Draymond Green's body of work. I think Miles Bridges has put together a very very nice first half of the season. Yep. But when you talk about body of work, now if Miles Bridges, are we talking about Mikael like Bridges from Phoenix or Miles Bridges from Charlotte? Miles Bridges, I'm talking Miles Bridges from from the Charlotte. Hornets. If okay, Miles, yeah. yeah. If Miles Bridges performs the second half of the season and the first half of next season and doesn't make the All Star team, I will be the first one now jumping up and down. Okay. 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 Mikael Bridges, I think. Should get some consideration this year because he is a star role player in his position. And he's, you can see he's beginning to, you know, suddenly now mm-hmm. you, he, he, I know he's a second, third, fourth option now, but you can see he's beginning to really step up to the plate. So I, I like what he's doing. I'm talking about Mikael yeah, Bridges yeah. now for well, the Phoenix Suns. We did a poll for the fans on Twitter so far. Hundreds of you have voted. And they're saying the biggest snub in the Western Conference was Anthony Edwards. And the biggest snub in the Eastern Conference by a large margin is LaMelo Ball. That's what the fans think. And BJ, do you know what else the fans think? What's that? You know what else the fans are saying? 
they've been sending their questions into us this week. Let's so get we to these are going to run through. But here's what I got to say before we do this. There are so many questions. We are going to try and get through as many as possible. Therefore, okay, let's do it. we're going to have to give short, snappy answers. And then next let's week, the more interesting ones, we can dive into those topics deeper. But today, we just got to go for the quick one line, two line max answers. First question. And, and, and there's, no, there's no preference, by the way. I'm reading these in the order that they've come up underneath the tweet. Okay. BJ, you ready for question number one? It comes in from Andy let's Williams, big friend of the show. He says, does every successful team need a professional disruptor? Someone to put the other team off their game. We're thinking the Dennis Rodmans, the Draymond Greens, the Gary Paytons of the world. Does every successful team need one of them? Can you win without one? Man, great question. I didn't expect that. I think every team needs to have someone that can, that has that personality to say the following. And I think we're saying the same thing when you say disruptor. Can you affect the game without scoring? Yep. I think that's absolutely necessary to be on a, to, to have a championship caliber team because everyone can't score. And, and at some point, Mo, you hear me say it all the time. You have to get a stop if you're going to win a championship. So the answer is yes. I think we're yep. saying the same thing. Great question, though. Yeah, what wow. a way to start. Listen, wait, 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 the wow. HG fam, the fans of this show, their basketball IQ and knowledge runs Man, deep. that's unbelievable. That's it's an unbelievable They're question. taking the that's knowledge every day from us. And they're great oh, fans of the NBA. So shout out to Andy Williams. And definitely, if you look at the impact of PJ Tucker last year, I don't think you can dispute that. Question number two comes from my good friend Ellis Marsh. And he says, knowing what you know now, if you were the Pelicans in 2019, would you still draft Zion over Jamarat? I need a yes or a yeah. no. Yes. Yes. You would still draft Zion. Yes. That's the money play. Zion coming out of yes. college. If you if you yes. knew Jamarat was going to be great, but you would still take Zion because there was yes. no way of knowing the injuries. I love to say why, but yes. The we'll short dive answer into it. is yes. We'll, we'll dive yes. into it. And, the re, the re, yeah. It's yeah. too I early mean, to judge Zion. You want me to dive into it or no, no, we're going to keep moving. Okay, yes. It's too early right. to judge Zion, in my opinion. Next question comes in from Sean O'Sullivan, my boy Sully. He wants to know, if you could add one thing to All-Star Weekend, what would it be? A one-on-one challenge. Okay, and PJ, <laughs> we've been well, through this before. Give me one name. Who's winning the one-on-one challenge? Oh, when healthy. Ooh, ooh, ooh. I'm just going to say Giannis. I like it. But I love to see Giannis and KD, though. I want to see Giannis versus KD in a one-on-one challenge. I'll tell you what. I'd love to see Joel Embiid. I'd love to see. I'd love to see anybody. I would love to see the top 10 players for $10 million one-on-one challenge in the NBA. If I was Everybody's showing up. I would pay for that, but I'm not. So please subscribe. Anyway, if I was adding in, yeah, yeah, BJ's laughing because he's wealthy. I'm not, so let him laugh. Ah, I'm not wealthy. I'm not wealthy. <laughs> he but, says, but I would love to see. Hills. But uh, no, I would can... love to see. I would love to see. I would love to see a one-on-one challenge. Though. Do you know what I would love to great. see? I suggested on Heat Check. I want to see a dunk contest, but with a defender trying to block the shot, so it becomes the posterizing oh. contest. Okay, yeah, the next yeah, question. Yeah. I told you the basketball knowledge runs deep. Okay. My boy, Jamie McFurness wants to know thoughts on Isaiah Jackson. Does he have a future in this league? He's been balling out for the Indiana Pacers. And I think he definitely does have a future. The other day when Sabonis was out with an injury, he stepped into the starting lineup. He put up what, 26 and 10 or something, something crazy. Right. Both ends of the floor, high energy. The, the answer, the answer can, is yes. Yeah. He can run the, the floor yes. up and down. Yes. Here's one from our good friend, Jack. He says, 
Where do you think NBA front offices hear about trades and player movement rumors? Do you reckon they're sat on Twitter like the rest of us? <laughs> I, I can't answer this. BJ, you're going to have to answer this. Are you in your, you know, in, 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 in your role, do you ever see things on Twitter and think, damn, I didn't know that? Damn, what's going on here? They're GMs refreshing, waiting for Adrian Wojnarowski to tweet something. Who said this, Jack? Who said this, Jack? This was Jack. Is that our yeah. good friend, yeah. Jack? Is that our good friend, Jack? Sacramento Kings number one fan. Okay, Here, here's the truth. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna pull the curtains back a little bit. I'm gonna pull the curtains back. <laughs> Quick though, we gonna keep moving. Yeah, I, I know, but I, I want to make sure that I get this one. Okay, All right. I think. There are a lot. I'm not going to even give it a percentage. I think there are a lot of executives who get their information on social media. I really, <laughs> is it, I really do. I really do. Well, I, I'll, I, do I really I'll do you one better. I'll do you one better. I know there are executives and people around this league who have burner accounts to scroll the timeline. But that's all we're going to say I, I, on I, that. That's yeah, all we're yeah, going to yeah, say I, on I, that. I, that's all I'm saying. And then, and then I want to say this, but I think the top executives, I think they make the news. Yeah, facts. I think they facts. use I think they use social media to influence the decision make the decision of others. Yeah. Okay. But I do but I, but I do think there are a lot of people. Yeah. Are, they have but because you know I'm gonna tell you something really funny. I'm gonna tell you something really funny. When you go to all of the events where all of the executives are at. And, the, and, and, and I'm just telling you what I've observed. I'm not, I'm not giving out names or calling anyone out. But next time, Mo, you and I go to Summer League together. I just want you to watch when there's a, an alert, a, war, a Woj alert, oh, everyone. somebody alert. Every, everyone. everyone looks at their phone at the exact same time. And me and my friends, <laughs> we... It's the funniest theme because you're like, really? Like, are you really like you? <laughs> okay. Man, listen, I love it. We we need to have unlimited time on this show to dive into everything, but we've got to keep yeah. it moving. Andrew Williams <laughs> right. wants to know, would the Sixers trading for Simmons, trading Simmons in exchange for DeJounte Murray be realistic and who would be getting the better deal? In my mind, there's no doubt the Sixers would be getting a better deal if they could acquire DeJounte Murray. We just spoke about him earlier on the show in the All-Star snubs. BJ, who do you think wins that trade? Simmons for DeJounte. Well, I, I, I like I like DeJounte Murray. And, but I think the Sixers would be getting the better of that trade because DeJounte Murray, you know, you, you're trying to find fits with Ben Simmons, right? And this kid, Maxie, is averaging, what, 16, 17, 18 points a game right now. Yeah, I don't know how much better you can do than that playing with a big like Ben, like, like uh, Joel Embiid. So I think that would be a good trade for the San Antonio Spurs. Ian Turner wants to know, do the Bucks need to bring in another center before the trade deadline if they want to repeat? Big teams are causing them problems. If Brooks yes. was returning imminently, I'd yes. say no, but no relapse. Well, I'd say yes, but who are they going to bring in? There's no one really yes. left out there. I, I think... looked at their G League roster. They don't have a player above seven foot on that roster. Yeah, I think they're waiting on a player to to be know, bought out, seep through the cracks. Yeah, I yeah. think they're waiting. I think what they're waiting for is the best available big before they make their run. Yeah, that's I, what I think. I, I got to cut you off because the next question is spicy, BJ. Okay, ooh. If they had a game with Team USA versus Team World, 
Who would be the starting five for each team and who gets the win? That's that's a we might have to circle back to that for a full episode next week, you know. Okay, I'm just thinking off that's, the top. That's so a big one, Jokic, but off the top. You get Jokic, Luka Doncic, Embiid, Giannis, Embiid. How are you dealing with Twin Towers, Embiid and Jokic? I think team I think team you I, I don't so then you got KD, LeBron, KD, LeBron, Steph, Steph Harden. Whoever you want. Kyrie. I, I think I think Team World would win. I think mm. Team World would win. I think Team World would. I think Team World would win. You know what I mean? I, I yeah. no, 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 think. I, I'm pretty sure they would. hundred percent agree. And I don't even care which rules. You can play FIBA rules. I think they clearly oh, win. Oh, if FIBA rules, we'll get Marcus all out of retirement and we'll get Pagasol out of retirement. But the, They'll come and do well. Yeah. Yeah, you know what I mean? You got and then I think if you played in the NBA, I still think they win. So I, I I think I think World would win this one. Okay. Wow, I can't believe I said that. Yeah, the Spurs UK. Great qu- who was that again? That Great was question. from Piers McGinley. No, McGlinchy. Sorry, I butchered your name. Piers McGlinchy. Please tweet me. Tell me how to pronounce it because I've done a horrible yeah, job. Shout out, my that was a great question. Amazing question. The Spurs UK fan club want to know what are the best realistic possible trades for the San Antonio Spurs that they could get for DeJounte Murray in the offseason? Now, here's one thing I don't understand. DeJounte Murray is an excellent young basketball player. Why is everyone obsessed with trading him? I, I don't get it. Yeah, I, I, I Keep think... Him. Yeah, I, That's my I, best I trade. Think, Keep him. You know, one of the things you don't want to get in the habit of doing is developing young players for someone else. They've done a very nice job. They brought him along. He is without question. He continues on this trajectory here. He's going to be an all-star one day, sooner rather than later. So I think their best pivot or their best focus should be is continuing to add young pieces in the draft. All right. The worst place to be is in the middle of the pack. So I think either be really good or be really bad. All right, not by choice to be bad, but if you can be bad, that allows you to get where the, the top player, the top young players would be. And that's more times than not in the lottery. And that's the whole idea with tanking. Right. And I don't I'm not advocating tanking, but because I see Deontay Murray and these guys getting good, I see them playing well. But I think with another draft or two, they could be really, really good and it could be sustained. It's sustainable then if they can continue to add young pieces to a young player like that, because he's playing at an all-star level or all-star caliber, we should say. Yes, sir. Ben Pons says, who, if possible, would you trade for the likes of Al Horford at the Celtics? Slash, who would you like to see come in? Seeing as the roster is really starting to come through, finally. I would like to see the Celtics trade for anyone who can shoot the ball at a reasonable percentage from behind a three-point arc. That's what they need. That's what they need to go and get. Al Horford's having a horrible shooting year. Grant Williams is doing a fantastic job. I was getting onto him at the start of the year. He's done a fantastic job. The Celtics need more shooters. Marcus Smart's been playing the point guard position brilliantly over the last few games. Tatum and Brown are finding their rhythm together. Rob Williams is absolutely destroying everyone on the defensive end. Need some shooters. I think it's time to move on from Uncle Al. Well, you know, we're just looking at the stats. And truth be told, Al is providing them the stability necessary. You know, there's a thing where you have to have chemistry. 
when you have two dominant scores like Tatum and and Brown, there aren't a lot of shots to go around. <laughs> okay, so but, whoever so the- they get, whoever they get there, they can talk about Al. Al does all of the little things that are appreciated from his teammates and then more importantly to the coaches. And he plays a winning brand of basketball. It may not show up in the stat sheets, nope. but Al Horford plays a winning style and a winning brand of basketball. I agree. He's done that his entire career. Now, I agree. But- if you're asking me real quick, I just want to say this okay. real quick. Okay. I think they should target a permanent solution to the starting point guard position. Okay. Because they don't play a brand of basketball that, to me, that their point guards puts pressure on the defense. Okay. I'm going to continue to trust Marcus Smart. Um, when you're I'm not mad not, at Marcus. I not love many Marcus shots Smart. to go around. You've got to make sure you make those shots when they come around. But Burns Hoops says, what can the Bulls do to sort out their point of attack defensive issues? The points in the paint against the Bulls are getting really out of hand. Thanks, Mo. Keep it up. One love. Well, one love to you, my brother. I don't think the Bulls need to do anything, in my opinion. They just need Caruso and Lonzo Ball to get healthy. They're going to both be back in six to eight weeks, I believe. So if you could just hold down the four until the playoffs, I wouldn't be too worried. Do you think the same, BJ, or do you think they need to make a move? Well, in watching watching teams, you know, I don't watch every game of the Bulls, but in watching the teams, I will say this. It's clear to me that the other teams are going to have a plan of attack against Vucevic yep. for the Bulls. That's that's obvious. And I don't care if Lonzo Ball is there. I don't care if Alice Caruso is there. They're going to have to address what they're going to do at the five position because it's clear to me that teams are going to utilize him in every screen role. And he's not a shot blocker. He's not a rim protector. And he doesn't like take charges. So I don't know what the game plan is going to be. I think Caruso and them will fill the hole up a little bit. They're they're good. But when you're getting screened against top-notch players every single time. And he can only play the drop. He can only play the drop. He can only play the drop. And so I think that's going to be a problem that the Bulls are going to have to figure out. That's why I think they will consider Millsap. I think they will consider a shot blocker or rim protector moving forward because I don't think just getting those two guys back are going to address all of the problems they have on the defensive end. And I'll tell you this, my biggest criticism of Nikola Vucevic is not on the defensive end, BJ. My biggest criticism of Nikola Vucevic is the vibes. He refuses to adopt the nickname Vucci Main, which would undoubtedly be the greatest nickname in NBA history. Vucci Main. I don't know why you don't want to rock with it. He said he doesn't well, it's like not it. not him. That doesn't, it, it, no, it doesn't that, fit It makes him. it funny. It doesn't fit. It makes it, it so makes, much funnier. Yes. Because but he has when no it's idea. not authentic, Mo, mm. here's the thing. When the camera's on or the camera's off, ladies and gentlemen, Mo is like this. <laughs> <laughs> you know the damn vibes. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Now, if you were like this only when the camera came on, I'd be like, okay, who is this guy? <laughs> <laughs> That's what makes it funny. You're like this when the camera is on. You're like this when the camera is off. Mm. Vucci Main, that's not who. No, you'd be like, that's not me, guys. That's not him. That's not him. Well, okay, let's let's be authentic. So, shout out to Vooch for not accepting that name. Okay, the next question comes in from. Well, they don't have a username. They have at IWBAWC. So I don't know what your name is, but he seems to be a Celtics fan. 
from his Twitter profile. And he asked, well, he says, okay, he says, in all honesty, I believe the Chicago Bulls are the modern day equivalent of the 2015 Atlanta Hawks. They're a lot of all-stars, but absolutely no playoff quality. If the Celtics were so lucky as to match up with them in the first round, I'd proudly declare Celts in five. Thoughts, Mo? I don't agree with this comparison because DeMar DeRozan right now, maybe not previously in his career when he was in Toronto, but DeMar DeRozan right now is a killer in the clutch. And that's something those Atlanta Hawks didn't have. A guy that you can give the ball to and everybody else get out of the way. They had Paul Millsap, Al Horford, Jeff Teague, <laughs> and Carl Corver, DeMar Carroll. They did not have a bucket like DeMar DeRozan or even Zach Levine that you could oh, you give said the ball Joe to. Joe Johnson was on that team, right? No, that was after Joe Johnson left. He was in oh, Brooklyn. Okay, 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 okay. I just want to make sure. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. couldn't get a bucket with I Joe Johnson. Now. I would that's never disrespect Joe. ISO Joe. No, no, he should know better. That's, that's a Boston okay. Celtics legend. Okay. okay all right, it's a Boston right. legend. But no, I, I don't agree with that comparison. And I wouldn't say Celts in five if they played the Bulls in the playoffs today. I, I, I have watched the Celtics throw away enough leads this season to be comfortable to say anyone Boston plays is going seven games. That would be a really nice series, though. Do you know my favorite Zach playoff Levine. series? Do, 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 just ahead. before, do you know my favorite playoff series of all time? Bull Celtics. But what year? Derrick Rose. Yeah, Rondo, but, that first that first round with the triple overtime, then double overtime. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that, that was pretty good. I was at I was at all those games. That's um, uh, pretty good. I, I was. I was sneaking uh, to the family computer in the middle of the night to watch it on zero megabyte internet. It was like watching pixels throw was, a ball around. It was different. That was, great, that was a great level of basketball. It was, it was, that was fun. A lot of good players out there on the floor. Shouts Ben Gordon. Who you got winning this? If they were to match up this year, and in how many games? If you had to call it right now. All right. So all the, the Bulls fans are going to be upset. But I think the Celtics will win. <laughs> and I'm going to tell you why. Because of Robert Williams. I like this answer. No, no seriously. I, 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 it is like. The Time Lord. DeMar DeRozan has been unbelievable. Zach Levine. Okay, those guys are going to get their 25-30. Okay, but Jalen Brown's going to get his 25-30, and the other guy's going to get his 25-30. Or 50. Okay, so then I started looking at the guard. Okay, so Alex Caruso, as tough as he is, Alex Caruso is not going to be tougher than Marcus Smart. <laughs> <laughs> okay? I'm going to spout my drink. I don't care. <laughs> no, Alex Caruso is not going to out-tough Marcus Smart. Now, and I like Caruso's Caruso. I love Alex Caruso, but, but okay. But Marcus, Marcus Smart, Smart is, is Marcus you, Smart. You might make you might make more shots than Marcus Smart, but no one's going to out tough Marcus Smart. Okay, mm -mm. so then I'm saying, well, where's the advantage? Vooch is going to shoot his three, or he's going to do his thing. But Al Horford could stay at home. Al Horford, yeah. you can stay at home. You could stay at home. And then the only advantage I see that the and the only other advantage I see is the following. The game is going to slow down. That favors the Celtics. Right. And who's going to do the best job at protecting the rim? I think the time Lord can have one of those games. Yep. Six, seven block shots. 
double digits intimidation at the rim because shot blocking and rim protecting is a real thing. Now, yep. the counter to that is will be could be three point shooting. And that's, you know, that could be, you know, I mean, that's but I see Robert Williams being the X factor in the series because he is the only one in the series that can play vertical basketball. I like that. Somebody's going to get to find out. Yeah. Yeah. I I think it'll be a good series. You know, I want to give a quick shout out to the people working at Twitter because I've not planned the order of these questions. I'm literally reading them as how they've been replied to the tweet, the order. And they segue so nicely because we were just talking about who'd win a seven game series. And the next question is from DM. His name is Murphy with the one in the end of, I don't know, Murph one D maybe he's a one direction fan, whatever he is. He says, interested to hear BJ and your thoughts on a seven-game series between the Golden State Warriors and the Phoenix Suns. Mm, and okay, I'm, I'm going to assume everyone's at oh, full can health. Can we spend at least one minute there, yeah, please? Yeah, can I'm, we spend I'm, one minute I'm going to say this. Assuming everyone's at full health, because without Draymond Green, I've got Suns in four or five. So we're going to assume everyone's in full health. Okay, every, let's, let's say everyone's in full everyone. health. Everyone's full health. I, I think the Suns. I think the Suns... Wiseman in full health too. Yeah, Wiseman, everyone. I think the Suns and Suns and Six. Suns and Six. I'm gonna say Suns in seven. Yeah. Okay. Suns. I'm gonna I, say. I, I, listen, Steph Curry and company. When I say company, you got Clay Thompson, Steph Curry. Offensively, both of those guys are very capable of having massive games on the road. This team, those guys are capable of having big games, one or both together at home to protect three games at home. That means they have they have to play one unbelievable or amazing game on the road. Very capable if you give them four chances. Okay, so I'm not doubting, I'm not even doubting they could win the series. But if you're asking me right now, yeah, and the reason, the reason I think they can win. The series is because of one thing. One, they can play vertical basketball and they can play, they can play big. Two, they have a team that can make the most adjustments on the offensive end Death. and the defensive end. Strength in numbers, as the Warriors used to say. They can play, they can play small, they can play big, they can play fast, they can play slow, they can switch, they can fight over the top. They have enough weapons to adjust to whatever's going on. On the other hand, the Warriors have to play a perfect brand of basketball, which they're very capable. Okay. I don't think they will shy away from the moment. I think if you put Draymond on, on, let's say they put Draymond, which to me was interesting that they did this. They put Draymond on Christmas on Chris Paul. Yeah. The thing is, I don't need Chris Paul to score a lot of points to win. Yeah. So is that an advantage for the Suns or is that an advantage for the Warriors? Because I don't need Chris Paul to be contained for the for the Suns to play well. Mm. Now, and, and whoever, whoever Draymond's guarding, you can do what they used to do with Kawhi Leonard back in the day. His assignment, Absolutely. go stand in the corner, take him out of take him out of defense. But we got we gotta keep we gotta keep it rolling. Just keep going. We've got 10 Great minutes question, left. Though. We've got That's 10 minutes question. left, and I just scroll down and we're not even halfway through the questions. Yet. Oh man, All right, we're stop. gonna let's go. We're gonna have to go even quicker. We're gonna have to go okay, even, let's go. even quicker. Rob Rush, shout out to Rob Rush, big fan of the show. 
Big love every time. He says, with the magic having an abundance of guards, could you see someone like Terence Ross being brought out after the trade deadline to help them grow their young talent? My answer would be no. I see him getting traded before the deadline. Doing a buyout with Terence Ross doesn't make any sense. And I think a number of teams would be after his services. BJ, have you got a landing spot in mind for Terence Ross? No, I, I think that's a good that's a good fit for him. I think that's good for the organization. And I think he's good for those young players. He's also so great. I don't think he, he's yeah. great on Twitch and TikTok as streaming Call of Duty. Uh, Paul yeah. Bernard, big fan of the show, big love every time, says, will Sky Sports ever give Mo and BJ an NBA show? Oh. Match the day style. Listen, all I'm saying is <laughs> the Mo and BJ show needs to happen. Whoever's got the bag for us, you know where to find us. Whoever's got the bag, we're here, we're ready. Let it be known. That's what the people want, okay? We're giving them a podcast five days a week. There's still two more days. We can get the Mo and BJ show cooking on weekends. We're ready and available, okay? Just saying. Rich Stone, shout out to Rich Stone. He says, is it too simplistic to say the Knicks need to just trade their vets and play the kids? Yeah, I don't think you can do that in New York. But... I do like their young kids. I would love I like to see it kids a lot. I'm I would not- love to see Obi Toppin. I would love to, you know, who I really would love to see is this kid, Cam Reddish. I want to see. Yes. How good he really is. Grimes. Is like, good as well. I'm tired Quickly. of, I'm tired of looking at him. I looked at him in college. I was like, oh, he's kind of interesting. And then you would see him in Atlanta and you go, he's kind of interesting. Man, I, I want to see now. Watch him in high he school. Really play? He, when he was he's, in high school, he was different he, quality. Yeah. So, yeah. I want to see them put the, I want to see Mitchell Robinson. I want to see RJ Barrett. I want to see Obi Toppin. I want to see Cam Reddish. I want to see what these young kids could do. See, Cause I see, think they are very talented. When I was saying these questions are uh, segueing perfectly. Speaking of young talent, Chris Rose wants to know which young exciting team wins the championship first, Memphis, Cleveland, or Charlotte BJ. I don't think Charlotte's in the same category as those other two. So I'm saying it's Memphis or Cleveland. I, I'm gonna say this. Let me, I'm, I'm gonna say this. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say it. I wanna say it quick. And, I, and I'm going back to my experience. Quick, here. quick. I thought it was easier to build around Akeem Olajuwon than Michael Jordan. So I think it's easier to build around Mobley than John Moran. Cleveland. I think Cleveland the way the teams, Cleveland is just more unique as a lineup. That double big lineup gives everyone so well, many problems. I, Mobley gives you flexibility like you can't believe. Just like Akeem Olajuwon. Okay. The Twin Towers. You're too young, but the Twin Towers, no. they got to the finals. I'm, I'm too Michael young, Jordan. but I've got the internet. I, I've seen all of this. Don't worry. Yes. Connor O'Neill. Boston Celtics. Yeah, I've watched all of it. I've watched everything. <laughs> I've watched all the archives. Don't worry. Connor O'Neill wants to know, will the Mavericks get past the first round and what realistic trade should they make before the deadline? I think the Mavericks will get past the first round this year. I think it depends who they match up with, what seed they get. I don't, I don't care who they match. I think they're going to get past the first round this year just because Luca understands that he has to play some level of defense. I'm getting, I'm saying they will get past the first round. And a trade they need to make? You know, it'd be nice if they could get a, it'd be nice if they could get, I think they need a, I think they need a permanent solution at the center position. Okay. Miles uh, Turner. Miles Turner to me 
Miles Turner to me would be a good fit because he can shoot the three ball, shoot the three ball okay. and block shots. I love it. Yes, um, listen, there's so many questions. I'm worried we ain't even gonna have time to do them all. So if we don't, well, no, we, your gotta, question, we just gotta give it. We gotta give a double dose. Hey, we gotta do. We gotta be. We gotta do what the people demand. We're here for the people. So That's you know right. what? If you need to cut it, you cut it. We'll, we'll answer more stuff. questions next week, and we're gonna leave on this one. Okay. From the UK Chicago Bulls fan, fan club. They said, BJ, in honor of your friendship with Jack, if you were to get a Sacramento Kings jersey, which player would you get on the back? Mitch Richmond. No, no, no. Current player. Oh, current. Current, current. Play. current. If we go, oh, geez, I got to go Jason Williams. I ain't even going to lie. Uh, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I forgot my man C. Webb was there. Oh, current player. If I were getting a jersey right now, De'Aaron Fox. Okay, BJ, I'm going to tell you the truth. As a collector of NBA jerseys, I would strongly advise you not to purchase that jersey. How Wait come? until after the trade deadline. They'll be 50% off sale. They'll be reduced because someone from Sacramento has got to be moved. Something has got to happen. He, 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 no, no, Mo. He, he's not going to be moved. No, we'll, we'll wait and see. We'll wait yeah, and he's see. not going to be. But if I was going to get moved. one, if I was going to get one, do you know who I'd get? Yeah, who, who'd you get? My favorite player on the Sacramento Kings right now. Who's that? Who's Davion Mitchell. Okay. He's, he's been what getting they call off night, player. right? They call him off night. They, yeah, because everyone has an off night when they're playing. Yeah, I, I like him. And he's been like scoring him. recently. And I love Tyrese Halliburton as well. I get, I get De'Aaron Fox, though. Okay. Okay. I'll, I'll, I'll get De'Aaron Fox. We have a ton of other <laughs> questions that we're going to get to. We're going to have to get to them next week. I just want to. Oh, Mo, yeah, we're just yeah. getting started. Why? Yeah. Why? Mo money is creating more problems. <laughs> the people demand that we get to the questions, Mo. You want a couple more before we go? Is that what we're Mo, saying? Mo, I need a hey, Mo. Hey, Shooters hey. shoot. Listen, BJ, fast I, could, fast. I could go. It's 1.30 in the morning for me here. Listen, hey, hey, Mo, you're the money, one who has things to do in the day. Mo I could be Money is your name and money don't sleep is my name. So if you need to go to bed, go uh, to bed. Not, 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 that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying I'm not trying to interrupt your day. I know you got, you're about to have lunch and you got all these plans and meetings. And, you know, I know what goes on in your side of the world. But over here, the money never sleeps. I can hit you with a few more and don't see okay. why not. Sam Oakley wants to know your top six teams in each conference. Who's making the playoffs without the help of a play-in when it's all said and done this season? My top six? Top six on each conference. Oh, you, you got who you, who you, who you got? You got Miami. Milwaukee. You got Milwaukee. You got Chicago. Chicago. Philly. You got Philly. Cleveland. Cleveland, that's five. For okay, sure. but, but now... The Brooklyn Nets have lost their last six, and Katie's still going to oh, be out Brooklyn. for a number of weeks. Oh, yeah. Okay, in Brooklyn. There you go. That's it. That's, Charlotte's that's one that's game in the wing column behind them. The Boston Celtics are going to make a run. I'm taking Brooklyn out, and I'm putting the Boston Celtics in. I don't even care. I'm oh, saying stop. it loud and stop. proud. Okay, we'll see. Stop, we'll, stop, we'll see. Stop, we'll see. Stop. We will see. Okay, from the West. Stop. Phoenix is a lock. Yeah. Golden Phoenix, State and Memphis State are a lock. lock. Utah, they've got Donovan Mitchell coming back. They'll be a lock. Like, Dallas. And then that sixth is going to be Denver. I think that one shakes out quite nicely. You know, I'm going to tell you something. I wouldn't be surprised. I want to say Denver. I wouldn't be surprised if the Wolves sneak in there. I I wouldn't be surprised. Now, 
they they beat they beat the Nuggets the other night. I think right. I think they beat the Nuggets the other night, but Jokic didn't play. But I wouldn't be surprised if the Wolves, the Wolves, and they're Anthony nice. Edwards, mm-hmm. they've been. You know what? I got to give I got to give them credit. They're playing much better. Give them credit. They're very competitive. So let's go Put to the next Anthony one. Anthony Edwards in the All-Star game. Matthew McDonald wants to know, he says, Mo, do you think Kyrie should pay the fines himself to play the home games? I've thought about this. It would actually be against the rules. The NBA would not allow right. someone to break the law in order to play in an NBA game. There so that would not happen. Rob Farmer, great friend of the show, says, what is next for Zion? I'm just hoping it's good health. I don't know what's next, but I'm just hoping it's good health. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm hoping... I'm hoping that for him, you know, it's um, he's so promising of a talent Mo. And when he is on the court, Beast. he is a major, major unstoppable. Problem. So I'm just hoping that he can find his happy space where it works for him and his body type. Cause look, he's never going to be a small kid. Okay. I just hope that he can play and he can play and be healthy for a good chunk of time. And we can really I mean, because it's a treat to watch him play. I mean, when he plays, I mean, yep. he does some incredible things. Yep. So I, I'm just hoping he can get back on the yep. floor and, and be healthy and play. If you want to know more about Zion, check out an awesome documentary called The Next Dance on YouTube. Search it up. Go check it out. It's a fantastic documentary. Who, who did that? Who did it? Who did uh, it? It's, uh, it's uh, someone called The Hoop Genius alongside my good friend Lawrence McKenna. <laughs> Shout out to Lawrence. And uh, Rahul, friend of the show, says, what's Minnesota's ceiling for this season? I think we just spoke about it. Would we say around the five seed? Sixth or yeah. fifth seed? Yeah. If they could get in, if they're the fifth or sixth seed, I think that is the ceiling uh, yeah, for I this year's I team. don't see them coming out of first round, but it'd be nice for them to get the playoffs, made that experience. I would love for them to come out of first round. Anthony Edwards is one of my favorite players. Jason Monick, Monick, sorry, I'm so bad with names. He says, could, should Coach Spo be in a running for Coach of the Year? Oh, we yes. spoke about the yes. time that Jimmy Butler and those guys have missed and they're, you know, first or second, depending on what day it is in the yes. Eastern Conference. I think he should. I think he should be in it almost every year. He's a fantastic coach. And when the yes. playoffs come around, you're going to see just how valuable he is. Jack Craig wants to know, what would it take for the Trailblazers to become a real force in the West? First of all, they need to, they need their two guys. If the roster is constructed like it's currently constructed, they need CJ McCollum healthy and they need Damian Lillard healthy first. Second, we're going to have to really stabilize their wing positions and athleticism because I think they need to add an additional shot blocker. I know Nurkic plays back there and he, and you know, he does a nice job back there, but I think they need to, someone who can really rim protect. I'm, I'm going to interrupt play. you. Go ahead. I, I'm going to interrupt you. Yes. For the Trailblazers to become a real force in the West, they got to rebuild the team. This current CJ well, and Dame backcourt. Well, that's not the question, though, Mo. No, 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 no. But, it, but it is because financially there is no clear pathway for this team to become a real force in the Western Conference without making major trades or going into a rebuild. Okay. That's not the question that was asked. Okay. But saying they need a shot blocker and they need a wing, like, how are they getting that? Where are they coming from? This is where they're going to come from. Free agency? Nope. Trades? 
CJ, okay. CJ is a movable. That's a movable. There, there piece. we go. Now we're talking. Now we're talking. Trade that's CJ. A, that's a movable. Nurkic. That's a movable piece. Yeah. Covington and all these guys. They, they now, what they decide to do. But if they're going to make it, they got to figure out who's staying, who's going. And if you're talking about this team, first let's get them healthy. Like maybe health, this team, they, health this has team, been an issue in Portland for a while. Yeah, and it that's has, what I'm saying. It has played. So, we, and, and we gotta, we gotta at least at, give them an opportunity to show that they're not capable of doing it. CJ's missed a substantial amount of time. Dame has missed probably three quarters of the season this year. So, I just want to be fair to the question. Okay. But if you ask my opinion, what we should do, that's another question. Mm-hmm. Thomas, <laughs> Thomas Lovin wants to know. Thoughts on the Rockets trade deadline deals and what they could potentially receive in return for Christian Wood and Eric Gordon. Well, I think what, what the Rockets want to do is they want they want to continue to build through the draft. First round picks. I think that's what yeah, I think that's that's what they want. Or young players. They I think they would accept promising young players and second round picks or just first round picks and salary dumps. Yeah. BP1835 asks. How many more years do you see LeBron playing for? And will the Lakers be the last stop in his career? Now, BJ and I have had this conversation before. And I said that LeBron will return home for a Cleveland farewell tour. BJ said, no, he won't because Cleveland are actually good now. They don't want to mess up their chemistry by bringing LeBron in. And um, I have to say, I think it's too much. I've, I've been kind of convinced, but he could stop by in South Beach after, you know, Jimmy Butler and these guys have had their run because they're a little bit of an older team. I don't know. I do think he makes one more stop after the Lakers because he doesn't, especially if the Lakers continue like this, you don't want to go out on a low point. But having said that, I think LeBron can play for as many more years as he wants. I couldn't give you a number. I couldn't say right now how many yeah, more years. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm beginning to get concerned with this as an agent athlete. I don't care. You know, I look. Okay. As an agent athlete, I want to say this thing. We let's get in and get out because this is a real, this is a, an hour long show. Yep. LeBron James is aging. He's aging. Okay. He's beginning to have these little injuries like stomach, knee, <laughs> you know, sprained ankle instead of coming back. You know, LeBron James was sprained his ankle. He'd come back and play through it. Yep. Now he misses two, three, four weeks with this rain ankle. Okay. Mm-hmm. We're going to have to cut his minutes back. And it's, but then you'll say, well, look at his numbers. LeBron James, he's getting 30 plus points a game and they're losing. That's the difference between that LeBron that you saw that was going to nine straight NBA finals and this version. They're both getting 30 points, eight rebounds, 10 assists, or whatever he's getting. One was winning games, and the other is losing games. Mm. That's the difference, Mo. LeBron James is LeBron James because he was winning and could carry the team. Okay. Okay. And that has nothing to do with the supporting cast around him. Let's look at the supporting cast. It was in Cleveland, and let's look at the supporting cast is now. That LeBron James eight to ten years ago 
bold. He could have won with a, just about anybody. He mm. was that good. Should have put, put me on the roster. You were on the roster. You were <laughs> on the roster. <laughs> you were on that roster, Bo. Okay. <laughs> he was that good. Mm. That's why we celebrate him because we're like, hey man, don't disrespect, man. But he carried a lot of people with him. Yes. He Shout carried out. a lot of people. Okay. Shout you know to, what I'm saying? To to everyone. Shout out to everyone. That's how we'll leave that. But <laughs> now he can't do that. Mo, now he can't do that. And that's putting stress on his body. LeBron James, if he's going to be healthy, okay, if he's going to be healthy, LeBron James is going to have to change his game. Chris Paul is playing a lot of minutes now, but he's changed, he's completely changed his game where he's much more efficient as a player at this older age. LeBron James should be playing no more than 34 to 35 minutes a night. Okay. Well, across town, HM2 underscore one, two, three, four, five, six, seven wants to know what a username. First of all, he wants to know what is the LA Clippers ceiling when Kawhi is back from injury. And I think it's championship. That's the ceiling. That's just. If Kawhi is healthy. Yeah. Kawhi is healthy. Okay. Here's another guy. He's an aircraft carrier. Yep. He's an aircraft carrier. I don't think before he went up to Toronto, no one was saying the Raptors were going to win the championship. He's an aircraft carrier. If he can maintain his health, play in 60-plus games in the regular season, maintain his health in the postseason, I have no reason to believe that they can't compete for the championship against anybody. Facts. Next question. That is facts. Where's the next question coming from? Um, we already answered. Aiden P. Thomas wants to know Suns or Warriors in the West. I think we both agreed on the Suns. Freddie Bull wants to know, just a quick one, what your opinion on Aaron Gordon in terms of his fit in comparison to Jeremy Grant is for Denver? I think Denver did a fantastic job in losing Jeremy Grant and replacing him with Aaron Gordon in terms of the guy on the wing who can play great defense. I think Aaron Gordon can uh, fill it up on offense too. He's been playing very well recently. I've seen some some yeah, big games yeah. from him. Um, I find it funny that Jeremy Grant left Denver where he was on a Western Conference Finals team that looks set to make more runs if Jamal Murray didn't get injured. To go to Detroit, only to sit around in Detroit now and say, I want to be on a team that's competing for a championship. You had it all. You just wanted the bag and to get shots up. So you wanted the what, Mo? The bag. Okay. Mm-hmm. I will say this to the answer. You can't have it. I all. think the I think the Denver Nuggets did a really nice job of replacing the athleticism. Yeah. Because Jokic isn't the most athletic player. Understatement of the year. Okay. <laughs> I the, I, I, I'm officially I'm officially declaring myself the master of the obvious. I think the athleticism was replaced nicely. I thought they did an excellent job of saying we need to we need to surround him with athletes, speed and quickness. Very nice job. Jeremy Grant is a very athletic player. Aaron Gordon, a very athletic player. 
both of them, you know, they may, you know, Aaron Gordon may not be as good as a defensive player as Jeremy Grant, but Jeremy Grant may not be as good of an offensive player as Aaron Gordon. So I think it was a nice trade-off and I thought it was nice for them and the organization to, to identify the athletic ability that was, that is needed to win a championship. Last two questions here. Brad Denny says, is Desmond Bain in contention for most improved player? Most definitely. Yes. George Walden says, why are the Heat so overlooked by the media as contenders? But here's the thing that I want to make clear. We are the media. We are the media you need to be rocking with. And a few weeks ago, we were talking about how the Miami Heat could be contenders. So whatever media you guys are locked into, the same media that doesn't put Jokic in MVP conversations and doesn't respect anyone outside of the Lakes and the Brooklyn Nets. Well, turn that media off and rock with the best of the game. Yeah, well, you know. I want to say this real quick, Mo. They have a championship caliber coach. Mm -hmm. Jimmy Butler is without question when he's healthy. He's one of the elite players in the league. You know, now they call them two-way players. (laughs) Okay. Um, So when he's healthy, bam out of bio, bam, bam. Mm -hmm. When he's healthy, he's been out for a substantial amount of time this year. He is in the upper tier of all the bigs in the league. Yep. That's a big statement. Mm-hmm. All right. He may not be Joel Embiid. He may not be Jokic. He may not be Giannis. But he will get something accomplished versus all those players in a seven-game series. And there aren't a lot of players that you can say that about. Elite or both enter the floor as well. Uh, that's what I'm saying. He Bam is an elite player. Okay, so if those guys are healthy with a full roster and this kid, Tyler Hero, coming off the bench. Yep, they got a shot. They could easily come out of the East this year. But again, it depends on their health. Yep. Okay, Jimmy Butler has to be healthy. Bam has to be healthy. And then you fill in all the places, the P.J. Tuckers, the Duncan Robinsons, da-da-da-da-da-da, going down the list. This team has a chance. They're nothing to play with. They are for real. And the reason we're not talking about them is because of their health. They, those, those top players, in particular, missed a lot of games. And even though they missed a lot of games, they're still in first place, Mo. Mm-hmm. Well, B.J., an extended episode of the Hoop Genius podcast. Yes. Mo, Thank you. I can't stop. I won't stop. Mm-hmm. Thank you to but everyone who submitted their questions. Thank you, you to everyone stop, Mo, Mo. who submitted their questions. Listen, we appreciate you. Another week rocking with us. I appreciate each and every single one of you. Everyone who tweets, everyone who Instagrams, everyone who TikToks, shares the show, tells their friends to tune in. Tweets about it, tells their followers to tune in. Instagrams, it tells their followers there to tune in. I've got so much love for you guys, you don't understand. Me and BJ, we appreciate you. We see all of your messages. Thank you for your questions. And and I just want to shout shout out to the listeners because some of these questions were very, very good questions. Very good questions. questions. Oh man, those are are amazing. You know what? I'm learning from our listeners. We have a sophisticated audience here. Oh, oh, we're rocking with you the know, best. salute to all the hoopologists. Hey, that, come that, on. That, that, that salute to the, I'm calling the fans here the hoopologists 
because these people they know basketball mm-hmm. i mean that, that's you know these are the most this is the most sophisticated audience i've ever been with because these are like basketball questions yeah these aren't like hot takes and all no they're like let's talk ball mm. rocking with the best in the biz all the fans out there who've been rocking with us from the early days all the you know new the science with tuning in now Professor BJ Armstrong, classes in session. Well, class is dismissed for this week. We're going to be back with you on Monday. Mo, you know what I'm calling this session? Go on. Hoopology. Okay. <laughs> New segment alert. New segment alert. Send your questions in for the professors. New segment alert. What we're also going to be doing next week is we're going to be introducing some weekly rankings because I feel like we oh, need well. to give some respect yeah, to the, you know, the MVPs yeah, well, and the defensive know. players. So now you're talking. We're going to have now a weekly talking. rankings. We're going to have a weekly segment of questions being answered. And we're going to have to maybe make a few more extended editions, extended episodes, because boy, oh boy, we could not fit all of those questions in half hour. And there's a bunch of those questions we need to discuss some more next week. So thank you for rocking with us for another week. Appreciate all the love. BJ, thank you for being here and rocking with the people. And as always... You know, vibes, get buckets.